0: This
1: is PCR.
2: The Amazing Show, every Thursday. Great, great bands, great guests, great, great music. music. The Alternative to the Alternative, live on, on Peterborough Community Radio. Radio.
4: Good evening and welcome to the Doc Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio 103.2 FM. We started a the show there with a band called the Black Halos and a song called uh, History of Violence. They uh, come from Canada. Uh, we've had uh, 14 tracks sent into the show this week, and our live banding session are the Coronation Kings. They've travelled all the way from uh, the Far East, from uh, either East Anglia uh, or the Far East of East Anglia, from uh, Norwich. And uh, Mablethorpe and all around there. Uh, the next track coming up for you, a band from Nottingham. They go by the name of uh, Foreign Accent, and uh, if I can pronounce it, I'll let you know. Uh, this song is called Lekamada, I think, something like that. You have to forgive me. It's a great song. <laughs> Wonderful, fine accent, and uh, they come from uh, Nottingham. I'm not sure if I'll have another go at pronouncing that name. Uh, So you'll have to forgive me, guys, for my mispronunciation, but I do love the song indeed. This is a band from uh, Flint, Michigan. Uh, They called them Camisas, and the song's called uh, Gas Station Girl. And we've got some heat in at last. Sing The commissars and uh, gas station girl from uh, Flint, Michigan. Uh, we're very happy in the studio because uh, for the first sort of three quarters of an hour here, we never had no heating at all. And my wonder friend Michael's finally got it going. So we can uh, strip down to our pants and vests now, Michael. And you present. First. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> get on presenting the show. Uh, this is a band called uh, Ritual Forms. They come from London and the song's called Dreaming. It's mad. London's Ritual Forms and a song called uh, Dreaming. Did like that one. A bit of trip hop there, I think. That's what we call that. Uh, this is a band called Mel Zebra and the Buffaloes. Uh, they come from Canterbury and the song's called Plus One. Mel Zebra and the Buffaloes uh, plus one. Uh, if you want to send a track into the show, please email me at uh, docmason at sky dot com, and we will take a listen. I forgot to mention we've got some Christ- Christmas songs uh, on the playlist this week. You know, so I'm not really that in favour of Christmas songs, as I must admit. So, if you are going to send us a track, try not to send us a Christmas song because, like, we do get an inundated with a minute. you could do a whole show of Christmas songs, really, and I don't want to. I just want to play some music that doesn't involve Christmas. But anyway, this is Collars and uh, Christmas in the 90s, which I must say is quite catchy for a Christmas song. <laughs> And uh, Christmas in the '90s—they Yeah, they were quite good fun uh, in the '90s. I must admit. Uh, this is our last track before we go with our guests. It's easy This go go live with our guests this evening, the uh, Coronation Kings. I'm a bit—it's not that I'm rusty. It's just I'm just started to warm up a little bit now, Michael. You know, and, 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 and my brain's started to come back. You know, suffering from hyperthermia before uh, you know before we sort of started the show. So one more track to go before we go live with the Coronation scenes. Kings. Uh, this is uh, the wonderful Joe Ash and uh, another seasonal song. It's called uh, Paper Cards. And she comes from Cambridge. I dedicate this one to Mr Tony Wilshaw.
1: promises but you told me you would never be too far from here and you turned back to me and you said the word's so clear look up to the diamond sky a blanket of a million miles encompassing you and Beneath the sky I'll glow I'll never be too far from home I held you goodbye before I headed through the old wooden door head to toe dressed as he once was I hear the words he said to me as I recall those winter nights As we made paper cards around the tree and sang Silent night I can't make you promises But I'll never be too far from home I'm looking down at you And I'm thinking about how you will grow Look up to the diamond sky A blanket of a million miles Encompassing you and I too far from home.
4: Show and and uh, paper cards. Oh, You've come over all Christmassy and seasonal. We're going to change that now. Anyway, it's time to go over to our live guest this evening. The wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Carnation Kings. Guys, how are you doing? Hello, yeah, hello, hello, hello. Good. Who's going to tell me all about the band and how it all started? Dead
0: uh,
5: right, this Right, is, this, is, this is Paul. I'm the, uh, Hi, Paul. the uh, percussionist. Um, me and Richard have been mates for a, a lot of years and... Mm. Uh, there was a, an occasion where we bumped into each other about five years ago. Richard hadn't played for about 20 years, and I bumped into him, and I said, look, I always loved your songwriting. If ever you want to do anything, I'd love to play. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he kind of... just kind of laughed at me. Then um, a few years ago, I got a phone call out the blue, and Richard said How about, you know, doing something with some songs. And do you think Mark would come along? Well, I was playing in another band with Mark, who's the guitar player. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so then we... Then we uh, invited John and, and uh, Frank along. And that's, that was about three years ago now, just over three years. And
4: what sort of music did you set out to play?
5: Well, it was all original. Richard had some songs already yeah. in the, on the go. And uh, we started writing mainly with, around Richard's ideas. Um, but, so yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't generally play covers. We just play... Uh, Good.
4: We, we don't like people who play covers. Yeah. Well, we don't want people to play covers, but we prefer everybody to play their original music. And I must say, uh, got to give you a big, big shout-out, because you travelled all the way from, like, Lovestoff and Norwich... Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah, in this weather, so that sh- shows dedication for you. And what's the first song you're going to play for us this evening?
6: We're going to play a song called from our first album, "Catherine and Me," and it's called "Audio." Off you go.
4: Richard, you said it was taken from your uh, first album. Remember how many albums you got out? Two. Two?
6: We've uh, just completed our second. Yeah,
4: you? Where, whereabouts have you recorded it?
6: Uh, we went to a studio in Dis uh, oh. called Mill Studios, and uh, the, the engineer producer there is a gentleman called Johnny Cole, who is really, really talented and very clever, and uh, he, he, he made us sound good. You sound <laughs> quite good anyway, I must admit. <laughs> You sound good in the first place. It doesn't take you know
4: a lot to get it going. So what's what's the new album called? The new album is called Yesterday Man. And uh, how long's it been out?
6: Um, six weeks. Six, six weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. six yeah. weeks, I believe.
4: And how many tracks you got in? Nine tracks. Nine tracks. Do, do you enjoy going in the studio?
6: Really enjoy. it, Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's an opportunity to take the um, sort of original piece that you 've written and develop it further and and you know make it into something it, you, you, you end up going down you 're taking trips down um, pathways that you you didn 't imagine for for a piece which um, you, when you 're writing you know and, and rehearsing as a band you, you tend not to do that so much you tend to just stick to what you've written and, and this is the way we're going to do it and then it's when you challenge that in the studio and you have a producer asking questions and, and, and pushing you you, you suddenly uh, go going into directions that you didn't realize which which and it opens up a, a wonderful mm. wonderful box of tricks
4: uh how long did you do it in like weekends or was you was you locked locked yourselves away for a week which way did you go about doing it
6: yes uh, exactly that we um we, we took time from uh, day jobs and yeah. we we headed over there at weekends and evenings and uh, yes it was a mixture of of all those things and uh it was about a
5: year wasn't it to spend to about a year recording it was <laughs> a year
4: to do it yes <laughs> but of course you've had covid and, and that sort of hanging around as well and all the ups and downs of that you know so it just sort of uh slow you down here and there as well and you pl- and, and have you is it all on the internet like uh itunes and amazon and spotify or, or have you got some physical copies as well
6: both it's it's on it's on uh, all the usual yeah. uh, streaming platforms and it's on uh, it's not on youtube yeah
2: uh there's it's just weird. yeah it is, not, yeah. N-
6: not the uh, the whole album's not on, is it? It is, yeah. Oh, beg your oh, pardon. Okay. Yeah. And, and, Shows are much and I yes, know, and we have it in CD format. Too, ah, so somebody so
4: a right. CD, they contact you on Facebook, or you've got a website, or whatever else on it.
6: Yes, Mark. Yeah. Mark runs the website.
4: Yes, yes, yes. We have a
6: website, CoronationKings.co.uk.
4: Okay, so you can order a CD off there and the way we. And I suppose you can buy it off uh, gigs yes, as you well. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. Yeah, cool. Because quite nice to have a physical copy nowadays, isn't it? You know,
6: so. Yes. Yes.
2: A lot. haven't got yeah, CD players. Yeah. The last gig we did, uh, do you want to buy a CD? I ain't got a player. mate, you know, <laughs> I download it. You know. So, uh, so, yeah. Not everyone's got CDs nowadays. So. Well, no, no. But, uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got a
4: massive hard drive of music, but I've gone back to buying vinyl and uh yeah, copies again. You no. Know, so. Vinyl's great. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it might be expensive, but expensive, isn't it, at the end of the day. But anyway, what's the next track you're going to play for us, guys?
6: Uh, we're going to play the title track from the album, Yesterday Man. Mm. And, um, yes. Off you go.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> Two, three, four... <laughs>
7: Seeing the hills of joy Feeling alive Forgiven our yesterday boy Clearing my mind of the poison Clearing my eyes of the snow Feeling alive Forgiven our yesterday blow. Yeah,
4: Have you got any comments or shout-outs?
3: Uh, just a couple. Um, one from my wife, Jill Day, and Mr. Stuart Inger from Nottingham, sounding great here. Greetings from Not- Nottingham.
4: Great, and he's sounding great in the studio as well. So I suppose I suppose that uh, being out in Lowestoft, I suppose that uh, your sort of where you usually gig,
8: I suppose, is Norwich Way and stuff like that. What's what's the music scene like in knowledge? Is it very good? Uh, yeah, I think for a, for a small city it's got a pretty vibrant uh, music scene, um, quite quite kind of diverse, I think. Um, it's a couple of venues that fairly large kind of acts tour around at the UEA and um, there's Epic Studios as well, which has some quite big big acts. So I think for a provincial city it's, it's pretty good. Lots of opportunities as well for smaller acts like us, you know, well, um, unsigned, you know, uh. Uh,
4: so yeah, it's pretty good. There's one out there called the Waterfront I seem to see advertised every now and again. What's what's that venue like?
8: Yeah, that's a part of the university's student union. Uh, It's one of the two main venues. Um, Or it used to be. I don't know if it still is, actually. That (laughs) might be fake news. Um, But uh, it's a good venue. They have, like, club nights there and live acts and stuff. Uh, We've played there a couple of times, haven't we? Yeah. In the
2: studio, yeah.
4: In the studio, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've been down to the UEA. Uh, they always have some top acts down there now and again. Yeah. From the best weekend i ever had down there was, uh, I think it was Iggy Pop on a Friday night and Hawkwind on a Saturday night. Oh, that was a great yeah. doubleheader. Yeah, great doubleheader of a weekend, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Did you yeah. make out alive? <laughs> just, just. It's <laughs> yeah, a little bit of bleary eye. some good. some good friends I could stay with at the time. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mate, it made for you know. It's, it's like a telephone call. You've got to come down this weekend. Cause, you know, like, you'll definitely be, be there. Definitely be there. Yeah, like the UA, a lot of UEA. It's great venue. Really, really good venue. I well, like oh. Norwich.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a very. It's a really nice city. It's a good place to. Uh, it's got a good vibe about it. Mm. It's got a good sort of bohemian vibe about it. Uh, I love Norwich. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I love Peterborough as well, of course.
0: Uh, dear. <laughs> mm, <yeah.
2: laughs> have, you well, been, have you been there? <laughs> you, you're just about ten minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> Now Peebba is quite a nice place a lot of,
4: It's always strange, isn't it? Grass is always greener on the other side and, and uh, there's, there's plenty of people who sort of well, I think one of the Peebba's greatest hobbies is knocking it but uh, okay. it, it, <laughs> it, it, <Okay. laughs> it is, uh, you know, the residents of um But really, you know it, it is a good city, really. You know, so there's, there's plenty of things, I'm, a lot of places. I'm sure there's people in Norwich who say there's nothing going on. What, there's nothing yeah, going on, yeah, but then sort of people yeah. who never sort of make the effort to get out and about in the first yeah, place. they're all Isn't too it?
2: busy watching Strictly Come Dancing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: What? What channel? No, never heard of it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's the best thing to say about that. What's the next one going to play for us, guys?
6: We're going to do uh, another song from uh, Yesterday Man, and it's called King Down. Off you go.
7: Waves on the beach, sticks I can't reach in the water Drifting the bay and the sun falls away from my eyes i
4: So, how do you go about writing the songs? Is it you, Richard, who writes all the songs, or do you sort of different different people in the band have come up with different ideas? Or
6: yes, I think we all. So we like to say that we write collectively. Ah. Um, I'll, I'll generally have a, an idea that I'll work through with an acoustic guitar yep. and have a re- very rough format that I would take through to, um, uh, in the first instance, generally to Mark, uh, who who then. Uh, Mucks about with it and tells me what works and what Throws doesn't work. Throws all the work. rubbish on top. Throws all the rubbish, <laughs> all the great stuff on top. Yeah. And um, and then we we'll put that down in a really rough format, perhaps on on onto a um, a program, you know, a, a, a digital program yeah. that will then roll out to everyone else. And then they'll work their own pieces around that. And then when we get together and rehearse, uh, we've 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 got a rough idea of of what we might be doing, and we and we discuss openly between us about what we like what we don't like what we, what we think might improve what might not and so at that point it becomes a, a very collective um, yeah. So when the point. first
4: idea starts like it could morph into something completely different by the time you finish with it then
6: <laughs> Yeah absolutely I mean the, the, the first idea quite often starts with uh, 2 o'clock in the morning me waking up in a sort of half dream um, with a tune in my head and having to run to a phone and sing into the phone and wake everybody up in the house who thinks I'm a raving lunatic and... uh and then, uh, and then from there. Do you have a
4: notepad by the bed as well, just in case lyrics come whizzing in as well? No, I tend not to do that. It's, no, it's more like a, to... a phone. Just...
6: Yeah, and if I've got um, word ideas, they'll go through um, as I s- sing it into the phone. Ah, oh, cool. I whisper it into the phone at two o'clock in the morning. It'll sort of, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, the next morning I pick it up. In fact, we on the way here we were saying that um, you know I had I, I was saying that I woke up in the night and had a, an idea and uh, I didn't sing it into the phone and. and then I got up this morning at seven o'clock and it was completely gone and lost. In it's a bit like a dream. Yeah, it's just gone. You, you yeah. it won't come back. So uh, it's, it's, very very it's very strange. That's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, very strange thing,
4: yeah. Yes, but is it sort of like in your state when it's sort of REM and you're just coming out of it or just going into it or something like that? I don't know.
8: They were a good
6: band, though.
4: Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, the, usually, you, you know, your brain goes through stages, doesn't it, when you're asleep with consciousness and stuff like that. And so, you know, it will be quite strange when you're sort of in that never world of you know not quite awake not quite asleep and
6: you know I'm sure that's yes that's when it when it would would happen yeah, yeah. very interesting from, where does it come from i mean where is yeah. Why? Why does that happen even? I mean, it's so, such It a is strange,
4: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't understand it yeah. at all. But yeah. Yeah. It's like sometimes when you come out of a dream, you think, oh, that's a really, really interesting... That an interesting dream, that's really weird. And the time you get downstairs and make yourself a cup of tea or something, and add some toast, and, and then you're thinking, I can't really remember what happened in that dream. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's gone. Yeah, It's, it's <laughs> yeah. gone. And perhaps, perhaps, perhaps it's a very similar sort of st- mental state where you are with, with the songs and stuff like that very interesting very interesting
2: mm-hmm.
4: do you do you find is are you, are you uh, prolific with the lyrics or do you do you find it hard work uh, writing the uh, lyrics
6: uh once i get an idea of um what what the, the melody means oh. to me and, and and where it's come from in terms of my emotional um situation then i then i start to find direction with the yeah. with the piece and and at that point Um, lyrics just flow and I'll I'll, I'll write the lyrics very Mm. quickly.
4: And what sort of, I mean, are are they about anything? Are they subjective lyrics or...?
6: Absolutely, every song's got a story.
4: Yeah. Are they taken from personal experience or...? Yes. Are they? Yes. 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 Cool. Has anybody said to you, why do you want that song? That sounds about, that sounds like, that song's about me. (laughs)
2: Not not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Not
4: (laughs) yet. Me, me, me. What's the next one you're going to play for us this evening? Uh, We're going to do a song called Famous next.
0: Off you go.
6: Take it away, Frank.
4: Did did you grow up in a uh, musical household,
6: then, Richard?
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, wha- no, I just what? continued on. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. My uh, my dad was uh, in the '60s. He was in a he was a singer and player and a writer in, in a band called Barry Sherwood and the Foresters, mm. who were based in Lowestoft. Uh. And uh, they uh, they did some great gigs. They played. Um, uh, at the time, bands like the Rolling Stones yep. and uh, Freddie and the Dreamers, and yeah. Shane Fendon and the Fentones, and uh, those those acts all travelled to Lowestoft and, and played there. And they would take the local band uh, to to go and support them uh, th- at the venue. So he got to meet lots of lots of uh, big stars and to play with them as well. So nice, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was brought up in a, in, in with 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 my dad playing guitar and playing music, and um, and his dad, before him, wrote music for gang shows during the war and uh, was, was, was was also a, a prolific uh, lyricist and poet. So uh, Very creative the,
4: family, then. So Come through the, the line. How old were you when you picked up the guitar, then?
6: Oh, well, I... <laughs> well, my dad tried to get me to play guitar when I was about, uh, I don't know, seven or eight years yeah. old, and I remember trying to play it and finding it really hard and thinking... I hate this. Yeah. So at the age of 12, I got a drum kit, and that was it. All I wanted to do was play the drums. Uh, and then uh, by by the time I got to about 15, I I started having ideas for songs, and and, uh, and that was when picking the guitar up came back to me again. That's, that's, that's strange, because a lot of people...
4: Uh, we've had a few bands in where they started off as drummers and a guitarist and we had a band we had a band last week and I think everybody must have or the week before they must have all ch- played different instruments at one point or another before they settled down on the instruments they actually actually paid you know so uh, we've got on the drums there lost, I've lost his name there oh Paul yeah so did you start off as guitarist and then
5: start playing drums <laughs> 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 no I started off with cardboard boxes and, and sort of saucepans and things did like you? That. yeah? yep that was me yep. and yeah, what, what made you want to play the drums Oh, well, it was going, you know. I'm not a youngster as you can tell, but so it was um, watching people like Dave Clark, Dave mm-hmm. Clark Five, um, in the 60s. Yeah. And uh, a song called Bits and Pieces, I think, is where it's. Oh, started. I remember that one, yeah. 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 That, was, that was a good, great song. I, I was very was. tiny, of course. I was only a toddler yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah.
4: So, how old was you when you got your first drum kit?
5: I was seventeen or eighteen. Was you? yeah? Was you still but, living? But was I you still think. living at home, or, or, or had you left home by then? Yes, I was still living at home. It, not for long after I got my first drum
4: <laughs> <anchor. laughs> kit. <laughs> well, was, was your dad like you got bucket, play it up, <laughs> bloody <laughs> yeah, rockets, That's right? Okay, you're on your bike <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with your drum kit strapped to the back of it. <laughs> yeah. So, how many bands have you played in? I bet you must have played some uh, uh, wow. a lot of bands in over your career. <laughs>
5: Uh, not that many, actually. No? Um, but me and Mark, we actually started playing together um, with a band called Alverna Gun in the late 70s, mm-hmm. playing New Wave of British Heavy Metal, which recently we just got an album released, by the way. <laughs> Did you? What was the name yeah.
4: of the band again, sorry? Oh, what a plug. <coughs> yeah. what Go a on, plug. just a quick, quick again. What was the name of the band again?
5: It called Alverna Gun. Uh, Alverna Gunn? Yeah, it was New Wave of British Heavy Metal. But there's, oh, a, there's a bit of a cult following, so someone's recently released an album of our demos. But, so me and Mark started playing together in the late yeah. 70s, and we've been in the same band almost continually ever since. Oh, cool. Oh
4: so, yeah, yeah. So I was just me wondering about you know you've probably been in like stacks and stacks of bands, but you've been in the the same band. So you're not you're not going to get the old band back together as well just for the uh, bit no, of fun. No,
5: no we, we get back together just to share a beer, but that's it. We don't get together to make, make music anymore no. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and what,
4: and what about what about Frank on keyboards? Did you grow up in a musical ar- household?
8: Uh, Yeah, um, I suppose so. Uh, My mum's quite musical. Mm -hmm. My my, uh, dad was a chorister when he was at school, um, which is rock and roll, isn't it? And, uh... um, (laughs) And, uh... Not Aled Jones. And, um... I uh, I, had to have piano... When I say I had to, I had piano lessons when I was a kid, and I really hated it. I never practised, which is probably why I can't play now. Uh, But I, uh... Um, I, I've been interested in music and I've loved mm. uh, listening to music and my uh, one of my well two of my brothers are very talented uh, pianists um, and uh, so there's like so so three of you there's three of you who play piano uh, yeah, well actually all three of my brothers and I played all piano four but, of but you. two of them or yeah. two of us not including me like put a lot of work into it so they're quite quite accomplished but um I'm, uh, not so much me
4: uh, so you well i always think that keyboard players are always uh, in, in a
8: lot of demand do you play in any of the bands N- uh, no i used uh, i've played uh, i've sung in bands before yeah. when i was younger um, mm. but, what was the name of the, the first band you was in Oh, God, I can't remember, actually. The first band that I did any decent gigs with mm. uh, were called Not the Cowbell, which is rather cryptic. I <laughs> was a high school band. Uh, that's not a story I'm going to go into in terms of the name of that. Not the Cowbell. <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> quite interesting. We played interesting. covers, though, so you wouldn't know ah, about that, yeah. OK, what about, what
4: about John on, on the bass? Oh, right.
2: What, well, what, what, what did I do? Or what yeah, I... how'd you get into playing the bass? Well, I just wanted to be filled in it. Ah, uh, that, that is a great aim. That is a I great. I aim. just, I just wanted to be Phil. I, I love the man. But yeah. The trouble was, I got red hair, white skin, but I did have a moustache, and I looked like the seventies porn star. But uh, I mean, apart from that, man, I just, I just love Phil. I just, I just love Phil. I just love Thin Lizzy. Yeah. They're just my band man. Yeah, yeah,
4: they're, they're, they are a really, really cool band. I must admit. Great shame when he passed away. Great, but left a great legacy behind
2: him. Oh, tr- I'm, tremendous! And I've seen. Uh, Brian Downey uh, with uh, Live and Dangerous, and uh, Scott Gorham when he was with Black Star Riders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great band, and uh, yeah, just one of my favourites really. So. Uh, and what, what can you remember the name of the first band you was in? Uh, the first band I was in, I was su- was Challenger. Yeah. And uh, I supported Paul and Mark <laughs> when they were in a rock band. Uh, uh-huh. uh, it wasn't Alverna Gun. And uh, they used to do rock shows at uh, on the old South Pier in Lowestoft. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we were in the band, um, and the drummer in that band now plays with uh, Steve Harris from Iron Maiden uh, called British Lion. Uh. And uh, that was a band with a, a couple, two or three originals, but mainly, mainly covers. Mm. Uh, Jailbreak was one of them, as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, was the bass for me. Bass guitar all the while for me. For was it? Bass. You always wanted to play the yeah, bass. Yeah, yeah, which
4: yeah. You, And Phil Lynott was your inspiration. Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely fantastic. And what about Mark on the acoustic guitar over there? good getting... Page,
8: there's only one guy. One band, Led Zeppelin.
4: That's it for you, is it? That gets my vote, too. That was, was my yeah. inspiration.
8: Yeah. Uh, bands, well, pretty much what Paul said, really. Al Vernergun. Mm. Uh, a band called Bash Street Kids with the... Uh, the singer from British Lion.
4: Yeah,
2: the singer from British Lion.
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, Buster James, uh, which is a uh, sort of uh, East Anglian rock band, been going for about fifty years.
8: Oh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Uh But I've only, we, Paul and I've only been in it uh, maybe thirty
5: years with well, the new boys, We joined yeah, we're, in nineteen eighty-three. The we? young people in the band, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it, really. So
4: there's there's a lot of sort of. Um, music going on in in the Lovestoff area really isn't it? more than what you would imagine
2: yeah, yeah there's totally a lot healthy. of very talented people in that area in yeah. the yeah. pool yeah who yeah. um you know work professionally in the industry it's uh, it's incredible talent in that area mm. incredible you wouldn't you wouldn't know it, you wouldn't think of it really really being Lovestoff, but
4: obviously you know the darkness. The, the darkness the darkness yeah the that's darkness. what i was trying to think yeah. of the darkness yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah darkness
4: you know, yeah. And it must be quite incredible when they broke out of you
2: know, got absolutely massive yeah. at one point. Well didn't they support you Paul, in the, in one of your various incarnations of rock well, they us?
5: they weren't the darkness thing. But oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, when, yeah when Justin was was a it's a young teenager <laughs> yeah he's uh, Yeah. Play, play, but, but you know of them yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. you know them yeah. uh, Do
4: they still? Uh, do they still all live in the Lowestoft
5: area? Um, I think I, I, last time I saw Justin was in Tesco. Is about five <laughs> years ago. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fair his enough. football kit. He just finished playing football. Oh well, very, very down-to-earth chapman. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and he's pretty proud of coming from Lowestoft. He's always talking about it, which is quite good amazing, for him. Yeah. Good for him.
6: What's the next one going to play for us, guys? Uh, the next song is a, a song that's got a little bit of a story. Yeah, it, if you'd like to hear, yes, it. please. Just, uh, it was um, it's a waltz based on a, a dance between um, a soldier from the Second World War and his uh, good lady before he left, and, and when he went off to battle. Um, tragically, he was killed in action. Um, this is a true story, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he was killed in action. And uh, he wrote lovely letters with poetry in them back to his um, his wife. And um, he never got to see his son. He was born uh, a few months later. And um, that was my grandad. So uh, oh. I took some of the lyrics from his, uh, his letter and... and this song is called The Gentleman Soldier. Off
0: you go.
7: I wish I could dance. beautiful ballroom A long time ago An elegant lady Holding on to my arms
4: Comments, Michael?
3: shout Yeah, I've yep. um, got a couple of comments. Uh, the Camisas. Right. Way, way, way to go, everyone. Well done. And Francis Francis Ryhill. Uh, good evening, boss. Very good, lads. I enjoyed
4: that. Shout-out to uh, Neil Mumford and uh shout-out to uh, Colin Ward. Uh, the comedian is uh, Matthew Flint from... Uh, no, no, that's not. Matthew from uh, Flint in Michigan. Guys, thank you very much for listening and watching the show. Yeah, we've got people uh, watching it from the United States. How uh, about that? No, that's not bad, is it? Cool. Any gigs? <laughs> Talking about gigs, have you got any gigs coming up? Yeah, we have, actually. <laughs>
6: We've got, uh, I've got a gig at the Seagull Theatre in Last Off coming up, yeah, that's we? right, which yeah. Is, which is being organised by the uh, First Light <laughs> Festival uh, group. What's the date of that one? That's the 22nd of January. And it's oh, that's not too far away. Sunday afternoon, I believe. So. Oh, excellent. Any other gigs anywhere else? We've got some more radio
2: broadcasts. Oh yeah, Oh, Nice. Yeah, we've got some of them coming up. The live sort of, same sort of things as what we're doing here for you guys. So, the beginning of January, and uh, yeah, then we've got some festivals booked in early spring. And I suppose, I suppose a festival you you, might, you will make
4: a great festival band. I suspect on a sort of a sunny Sunday afternoon somewhere.
2: Yeah, we did a special gig a few weeks ago with a guy called uh, I don't know if you know him from Cambridge Way. A guy called Boo I must admit, it doesn't ring a bell. No. But... Um, well, he used to be in a seminal band called The Bible, uh-huh. um, and they had a few great hits, which we, you know, we all like The Bible. But he's written he's, his main collaboration is with uh, a lady called Eddie Reader,
0: hmm.
2: um, fairground attraction fame. And oh, yeah. uh, Boo came down to our area and we supported him, which and we got up and played with the guy, which was great. So, but he's written he's written over three hundred songs for different people and. Yeah, he's a he's a big inspiration for this band I say that.
4: I, I I sort of I sort of get a, a hint of a, sort of David Bowie here. Here <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, we hey, go. <laughs> he's the number one David Bowie fan,
6: there. Is know. he?
4: That's where, that's where it's coming from. Is it? <laughs> yeah, de definitely sort of a hint of
6: David Bowie there, Richard. Yeah, yeah that, that has been said. I try not to. He's <laughs> 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 obviously an inspiration. Yeah. Are you, are you really a big David Bofo? Um I, I, I am, and yeah. uh, in, in, in certain pieces of his work I, I particularly love. Yeah. And uh, other pieces, not so much.
4: Yeah. What, what, what sort of period do you like, and what sort of. Because he is very varied, isn't he?
6: Yes, he is. Uh, well, funny enough, the beginning and the end, really. Well, not the absolute beginning, but yeah. um, Hunky Dory is. Yeah. Is, is, is one uh, of yours, is it? Yeah. Is in, on my, my top two albums. And um, and Black Star, I, I'm absolutely amazed. by yeah, like that one? By Black yeah. Star,
4: yeah. yeah, incredible. So I don't know which one I like the most. I'm quite a bit of a boy fan. I don't right. know. I think I'll have to go for a lad insane I think. Right. Uh, I... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, album. yeah. yeah. but everybody likes it. it's, it's, it's like the Stones, isn't it? Really. I mean, if, if somebody says, "Oh, what's your favourite The Stones album?" There's so many of them, and it depends what period you was growing up as well. I think a lot of it. That's the same with sort of David Bowie, really. You know, so uh, Stone's have been going so long. There's such a such a big history there that you know just depends, doesn't it, what sort of band you're into at the end of the day. But yeah, I just do do get a bit of a hint of David Bowie here and there. You know, so I like a lot of guys. Says it's just probably your style. It's just your style. You know, you know so have well, Got ten minutes left according to Tony. Yeah. How many more songs you got to play for us, guys?
6: How, how, how many would you like us to do? Oh, I don't
4: know, ten minutes worth.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's do a Pink Floyd number. That'll be about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: Um, if we're talking as well, then uh, we'll do two more songs. Oh, and we'll that's you.
4: lovely. Yeah. What's yeah. the next one you're going to play well, for us? This
6: one is, uh, is a song called uh, Fireflies, yeah. which uh, is um, it's a little bit different to some of the other stuff on Yesterday Man. Mm. and it's the, the inspiration behind that song was from my son who is also a, um, a performing artist um, he goes under the, the name of TNA or Azar and grimer and he's um, he 's an MC ah. and uh, a very good lyricist and he, uh, he sent me a picture of himself on stage uh, i can 't remember where he was but he had the audience all with their phones all uh, lit up <coughs> in front of him and uh, reminded me of, of a load of uh, fireflies uh, buzzing around <laughs> while he was on the stage. And uh, that got me thinking about, you know, such a shame because I wasn't there with him and that was an amazing moment. And then I think, you know, even though I'm not there with him, I'm still yeah. feeling very much a part of that. So there's a real bond between us all even though we're not right right there beside each other so the song fireflies is, is about it always that, amazes that me
4: with me people like that is how the hell uh, they manage to remember all the words I know. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah.
6: He's, got, he's got a very sharp brain, and, and uh, it's, you know, I, I couldn't do it. There's so
4: many words in in not there, isn't there? You're yeah. like, how do you remember all those words? Uh, uh, a big shout out to Robert and Sheila uh, Heslop out in uh, Cambridge. Right, off you go. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, thank you very much for travelling all the way from uh, off to the show Sunny Lowestoft. Sunny, sunny Lowestoft. yeah yeah well it's a bit chilly <laughs> <laughs> Ch- chilly Lowestoff yeah. Yeah. chilly Lowestoff all them sort of places like that on that east coast they all have sort of their own microclimate though don't they really so sometimes you can't believe a weather forecast that comes out you know you watch, watch Look East and uh, they say oh it's going to be a really lovely sunny day and then a load of mist. <laughs> the g- well, you, go, you, you, you get that really low cloud, yeah, yeah. that low grey cloud that comes in over the yeah. over the Norfolk coast. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. You know, so. The beach in the, in the cold. Yeah. What's the last song you're going to play for us this evening?
6: The last song is uh, a song based on a, a poem. It's from our first album, and it's called Concrete Paradise. It's based on a poem that my daughter wrote called Bed of Cement, and it uh, tackles the subject of homelessness and um, it's concrete paradise sands off you go
4: Gentlemen, the coronation kings. Big shout out to Paul Biggins on the mixing desk this evening. Tony Wilshaw on the video, and uh, Michael Day doing the comments. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, This is we've got Christopher Osmond. He's a uh, composer, and the song's called uh, Nine Score Nine. Dedicate this one to Mr. Michael Day. we go, Christmas Osmond and uh, Score9Score9. Nine, nine. Uh, if you want to send a uh, track to the show, I mentioned it earlier, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com. can't even remember my own email dress tonight. I'm a little bit rusty, a little bit rusty. I think I've gone down with something, I really do. Got a bit of tiny tingling in my throat, I can feel it coming on. Uh, This is Kimberly Roo and uh, Lee Caveberry. It's a seasonal song, but instead of a Christmas song, it's a happy new year. It's really quite catchy, really, so yeah, uh, probably worth saving this one for uh, new year and playing it out.
3: local independent electrical retailer stocking everything from sony televisions plus washing machines refrigeration cookers and much much more for prompt delivery and installation at kelly vision you'll always get plenty of friendly impartial advice and an in-store demo from our many products on display and our prices could actually be lower than you'll find online Kelly Vision, big-name brands, small-store service. Visit us today on Broad Street, Whittlesey or call Peterborough 208787 or visit kellyvision-peterborough.co.uk. Kelly Vision, Kelly Vision. Peterborough's longest-running panto is back. Oh yes it is So whatever you do Don't miss the Key Theatre's Hilarious, fun-filled Brand new family adventure Dick Whittington It's packed full of Comedy and magic Mayhem And much, much more You could call it The perfect pantomime So join Dick and his friends At the Key Theatre From the 25th of November Right up until the 8th of January Don't miss it Book now at Keytheatre-peterborough.com
9: At my say. The, the world, world is, is caving in, in. This, this shadow is, is. wearing thin.
0: We're controlled Life up and sound astray Sitting the, the same, same on him Complying we, we Two weeks
4: Was uh, Jacoby and a song called uh, "Freedom Ain't a Sing." Uh, this is the brilliantly named uh, Fish Mittens and a song called Carbolic.
3: Down the London bridge and throw myself over the side. Well, would you I need a holiday, so maybe if I'm lucky and the tide goes my way, I'll be washed up in South Bengals.
4: Ah, the fish mittens. Oh, the fish mittens and uh, carbolic. It sort of sounds, sort of quite, sort of cheer- cheerful and uh, cheerful little d. But really, if you listen to the lyrics, it's quite depressing, really. Yeah, quite sad. Uh, this is a band called uh, Electric Enemy, and a song called Burn. <laughs> there we go, uh, Electric Enemy and Burn could do with some heat. Yes indeed, definitely we need more heat. Uh, this is a band from the north of England the go by the name of Pete Low and the song's called Invisible City. <laughs> There we go. That was a band called uh, Pete Lone, a song called Invisible City. Uh, just before I came out this evening, I uh, heard the news that uh, Jet Black, the uh, drummer to uh, Stranglers, had passed away. So that's uh, really bad news. If I had a chance, I'd probably squeeze in a Strangler song, but I'm not sure if I'll have time to uh, squeeze it in, because I'm slowly running out of time this evening. Uh Wherever you are in the world, uh, please be safe. It's just about time for uh, me to go. And make sure if you're living in the UK, you're keeping yourself nice and warm. No point being uh, mean with the heating. You're only here hear once. And you're here to enjoy yourself, not freeze to death. Uh, we're going to play you out with a band by the name of Kyoshi, Kyoshi Station. Let's get it right, Kyoshi Station. And the song was called When I Was New. And uh, they come from Edinburgh. Yeah, I could be, I could be doing could be doing with being renewed again, like back to new, you know, my old bones, you know, uh, my knees are aching at the moment and stuff like that. That's, this is what happens to here when you get old, I'm afraid. A bit of a pain in the bum. Anyway, wherever you are, good night. And uh, Koshi Station, when I was new.